One sentence summarizes 25 years of my research. Becoming slim by design works better than trying to become slim by willpower. That is, it's easier to change your eating environment than to change your mind. It's easier to move your candy dish across the room than to resist it when it's on your desk. It's easier to use a small plate than to constantly remind yourself not to overserve onto a big one. Yet while there are many solutions to mindless eating, most of them will go undiscovered because we don't look for them. Instead, we're too focused on the food and not on our surroundings. We're too focused on eating less of one thing, more of another thing, or on launching into the new yeast and potting soil diet we read about on the internet. I recently spoke at a convention in Washington, D.C., along with the winner of the TV show The Biggest Loser. During his season, he weighed in at over 400 pounds and weighed out at half of that. During his over-the-top drama, he lost half his weight, 200 pounds, by visualizing, sweating, and starving himself thin. Fun times. After our speeches, we grabbed a speedy buffet lunch before heading to the airport. He's a funny, positive, interesting guy, so it seems strange that he'd sometimes stop his animated conversation in mid-sentence to say things like, Hey, did you notice that I picked out the smallest piece of chicken? Or, look, I didn't take any bread. After a while, it became clear that he wasn't making these comments for me. He was making them for himself. He was reminding himself that he was full-time willpower man. But it took so much concentration that each time he made the right choice, he wanted to announce it. I told him I was doubly impressed with his willpower around food because I have none. For me, an all-you-can-eat buffet is an eat-all-they've-got buffet. So instead of relying on willpower, I have to change my eating environment so it helps me eat less. I take the smallest plate, serve myself salad first, move the bread basket off the table, and so on. Easy actions that help me eat less. He changed his mind. I changed my eating environment. For 90% of us, the solution to mindless eating is not mindful eating. Our lives are just too crazy and our willpower is too wimpy. Instead, the solution is to tweak small things in our homes, favorite restaurants, supermarkets, workplaces, and schools so we mindlessly eat less and better instead of more. It's easier to use a small plate, face away from the buffet, and frisbee spin that bread basket across the table than to be a martyr on a hunger strike. Willpower is hard and has to last a lifetime. Rearranging your life to be slim by design is easy. It starts with your food radius. Your food radius. If you're a typical American, you buy or eat more than 80% of all your food within five miles of where you live. This is your food radius, your food neighborhood, and there are only a handful of places that really matter in this food radius and in your eating life. Your home, your go-to restaurants, your weekly grocery store, where you work, and where your kids go to school. That's it. Just five places account for more than three-quarters of what we and our families eat. 
So these are the places that deserve our attention. Once we change the things we do in these places or ask them to change for us, we don't have to think about them again. Here's how to visualize your food radius. Print out a map of your town or neighborhood and put a big star where your home is. Then put a big G where your favorite grocery store is. Put a big R on each of your two most frequented restaurants. A big S where your kids go to school and a big W where you or your partner work. Using your home as the center of the circle, if you draw a circle that encompasses most of these letters, you'll see your food radius.